For more information about the podcast you are about to hear, visit genius-podcast.com. This dramatic podcast is intended for mature audiences and contains material that may be disturbing to some. New Scotland Yard, London, 2005. Good afternoon, Inspector Barker. You said he'd have the map. It wasn't there. We searched his flat. He said it was stolen. You could have still arrested him. But Constable Gregson didn't have anything to go on. That's fine. I'll take care of it. What's that? A syringe. Well, what's in it? A syringe? Nothing. Just air. Hey! Ah! Oh my god! This won't take long. Thanks for your help. <coughs> no! Help! Inspector Barker! Sir! Is everything... Sir! Oh God! Need some help in here! Help! Genius by Tracy Houston Series 1, Episode 3, A Sum Over Histories. Bromley, 1980s. Sabine! Sabine! Look who's home! Why, hello there, stranger. Look at you. Where's Sabine? She's up in her room. Why don't you go up and say hello? Jim! You're home! It's been so terribly dull here without you. Did you get my letters? Did you like the equation I drew with the spirograph? I don't remember anything. Jim? They erased my brain. But you told me that... They put goo in my hair and stuck wires to my head. No, I don't remember anything. Do you remember who I am? Yes. What's my name? I know who you are. What's my name, Jim? I haven't forgotten you. Who am I? Stop testing me! You're like the fucking doctors! <laughs> who am I? I know! I'm not a monster! Uh, Do you know what succimathonium is? No. That's what they give you when they want you to behave. It's like you're dead, but you can still hear and see and think. They give you needles full of it, stick electric wires in your brain, and then they fuck you in the arse! Jim, wait, come back. Jim? New Scotland Yard, 2005. Good day. I have a facsimile to present to Constable Tobias Gregson. Is he expecting you? I imagine not. But it would be to his best advantage to meet with me. I'll tell him you're here, Mr... Bring the ambulance! Someone get a doctor! Right away? What's wrong? It's Inspector Barker. He's having a heart attack. Or just get an ambulance. Bringing them right now. Sorry, sir. Can you come back? Sir? Sir? Wait, you can't just Permit walk. me to examine the scene before... Please clear out, sir. Let the ambulance service through. 
Starting CPR. Is there CCTV of this office? I'm sorry, sir. This isn't a good time. The inspector was murdered. What? Mr. Holmes, I think you should leave right now. The inspector's just had a heart attack. This was no accident. Mr. Holmes, if you do not clear off, I'll have calls. Review the surveillance footage for the man who left his office moments before. Hugo Boss suit, striped tie, possibly Burberry. He is the inspector's assailant. But how could he... Examine his left forearm for injection marks. The man who did this is your arsonist. He set the fires. Incidentally, as promised, here is my reproduction of the map for which you had been searching at my flat. The man whom you seek's name is Moriarty. Good day. Hey! Hey! Yes? What makes you think Inspector Barker was murdered? Many reasons. Not to condescend, but a man having a heart attack would hardly make it his last priority to scrawl out the name of his killer. He did? Yes. Show me. Here, the papers, strewn across the floor, pens scattered. This is not the normal state of the inspector's office. Rather, it indicates his panicked attempt to identify his killer. Here. Moriarty. The arsonist was right here, in your midst. The fact that he was admitted to the Met's headquarters without event speaks of collusion. Examine the inspector's diary to see if the name Moriarty appears among his appointments. And how do you know Barker wrote this? You see, I observe. The inspector was still clutching a marker in his hand, fingers stained with black ink from his frantic attempt to write his dying message. This is no heart attack. Review your security footage and ensure that there is an autopsy. I will. Take my card. Constable Tobias... Gregson. Yes. I'd like to talk with you when it's convenient. I think you might. And please, review my map. Good day. Randolph Avenue. <sighs> Sabine! I've been calling you all day. I was terrible at the cafe. Horrendous. I'm so sorry. I will make it up to Let's you. Let's meet. What, really? At your place. Of course. Uh, uh, yes. Why, why, so... Not in public. Oh, well... Where do you live, Jim? Why do you know where I live and yet you never say where you are? Oh, Sabine, it's just that my flat is at sixes and sevens. It looks like a sty. Why don't we... What um... are you trying to hide? Right then. Come over. Yes. Tonight. Eight. Fine. I'll clean up. 814 Addington Road, SE1. Ring my mobile. <sighs> Bromley. 1980s. How was your day at work, love? Craig has come up with some good hard numbers concerning... Uh, that uh, duct work, that pipe we were going to lay, and that... Uh... James Moriarty, that is enough from you. That, that we have the competitive edge on the viaduct contract. He thinks... Uh... Jim, stop playing with your food. Mm, yum, yum, yum. I love sausage. Jim, stop that now. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Craig, let me eat your sausage. Jim! It's not funny, Jim. Mm. Shut it, Jim. <laughs>
Ooh, mmm, ah, yum yum. You're asking for it now. Please don't, James. You can't send me back! Oh, yes, I can. I'll call Dr. Temple tomorrow and we'll see how soon we can send you packing. No, no, no. James, don't. You want it, don't you? You want my sausage now! Come mm -hmm. here! <laughs> Not the hospital. I think they're hurting him. They are. They are, aren't they? Addington Road, Lambeth. Why, hello, sis. Welcome at long last to the seat of Moriarty Enterprises, PLC. Wow, impressive. Not what you expected, is it? Very uh, grown up in an architectural digest meets wallpaper way. <laughs> Money does that to you. I somehow had envisioned a cave. Or a prison cell. Oh, <laughs> Don't look too closely, though. It was a disaster when you called. Such short notice. But you said you wanted to come over. How often does that happen? You didn't take any trouble, I hope. No, completely right. It's time you knew where I live. It's only fair. Hmm. Spotless. How long have you been here? Just a few weeks. Longer than that, surely. Maybe a few months. That's Ty the decorator's fault. I told him, Ty, I want to feel like I'm at home. But now that you're here, it feels real to me. Like family again. Location can't be beat, close to work, fiendishly beautiful view. The river, Westminster, the Millennium Wheel, twinkling city lights. All those little lives going about their business down there. Mm. But you couldn't have come just for the view. You must be here for something. Trying to take an interest is all. Aha, uh -huh. that's kind of you. Care for a drink? No, thank you. I'm fixing you one anyway. Nice kitchen. Nice kitchen? Do you entertain much? I don't. I rarely stay in. Why do you ask? Just curious. Slate subway tile. Gaginau cooker. Northland fridge. All the mod cons. I didn't know you cooked. I don't. But I I said a posh kitchen would help the resale value. You know me, I, d I never stay anywhere long. Lucky girl, you're getting two slices of lemon. What a lot of mugs you have. Mugs? Celebrating 50 years of telecommunications excellence? It was a gift. Come away from there, I've got your drink. She who must be obeyed. What? Secret Santa. Leave it alone, Sabine. Stop snooping. Number one auntie. A gag gift. Come away from the kitchen and look at this view. Baker Street. Ah, those footfalls can belong to none other than an extremely agitated Constable Gregson. Oh, shall I before he knocks down the door? You were right. Exactly right. The fires, they were all planned, even the ones that didn't occur. Indeed. Uh, each address, exactly as you said. Perhaps a glass of water. We found the four addresses on his mobile with dates, details, all of it. We got him. He's ours. You arrested Moriarty? Yes, we brought him in, confronted him with the evidence. Very clever use of accelerant. Virtually undetectable. Moriarty? Are you certain? 
Of course, he doesn't go by that name. He is really Awali Assad Abdikarim, newly arrived from Somalia. That's not him. You've been duped, captured the wrong man. Uh, of course it's him. The evidence... Has he confessed? He has nothing to say. He's terrified. He knows he's been caught out. No, this isn't right. John, take your jacket. Let's go immediately. Wait a minute! Mr. Abdukarim may possibly have set the fires. He may even have evidence that connects him with the fires. But Moriarty planned them. Moriarty also killed Inspector Harry Barker. And Moriarty will kill Mr. Abdukarim if we do not move quickly. Constable, you coming with? But what makes you so fixated on that name? What makes you so sure we don't have him? Lack of motive. And Moriarty has a motive? Mr Moriarty wishes to engage me for a reason I have yet to determine. So this is all about you. Isn't that just a bit... Mm... Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Call the supervising officer. If Moriarty can murder Inspector Barker in the middle of an office filled with police, a holding cell provides no assurance of safety. Fine. I'll have him isolated. Extra guard. Very good. Let us make haste. Addington Road, Lambeth. What about this view, Sabine? The sun's setting, the lights are coming up. Wait till the wheel comes on. Do you know how much each capsule on the Millennium Wheel weighs? No. Ten tons. <sighs> so lovely. Like a giant roulette wheel. Jim, since when do you have a cat? What? Cat hair. I thought you were allergic. I am. It's all over the sofa. That must be Ty. He's a cat fanatic. <laughs> Listen, I'm so sorry about my outburst at the cafe. Oh, well... No, since... I was monstrous. I'm so ashamed of myself. It won't happen again, really. Really. You know, I gave the cafe £80 for what you destroyed in that outburst. £80? Done. Jim... There. All good. And what about this Sherlock fellow? Are you through engaging him? What do you mean? You weren't exactly his undoing. Oh, Beanie, really, that was just the warm-up. An overture. But he's a clever one. He's created housekeeping for me. First the incompetent police inspector disappoints, and now it looks like Holmes has got a fanboy at the yard poking around where he shouldn't. Oh, maybe he's onto you. Ha! Never. Maybe he's not interested in playing your games. Impossible. However, I am surprised at what he's managed to make of this little imbroglio. Industrious fellow. That's why I have to widen the loop. I don't understand. Raise the stakes. An assassination. What? I know. Crazy, isn't it? Jim, that's... you can't. That's a m murder. And you wonder why I never tell you things. You overreact. It wasn't my idea. The opportunity came across my desk and I thought, let's up the ante a bit. What ante? With the fires and the subsequent clean-up work, a fear may come off a little single note to a new friend. But an assassination? Now that shows some range. Let boy genius chew on that for a while. No, I'll tell the police. Oh, Beanie, go right ahead. I dare you. <laughs> they know who they're dealing with. But I thought you... I know, I'm not going to tell you the target either. I don't need your, your negativity. Unless, dear sister, you want to get involved. Let go of me. I feel sick. Oh my God. Are you all right? You're not ill? 
Give it a minute. Uh, sorry. What? Regain? Hormonal entry estrogen? Kinestin? Wait. Gary Elliott. Leslie Griffith? Oh my god. Come away out of there and get some fresh air instead. Uh, sorry, uh, something I ate. So sorry. Aha. A chapstick. Perfect. So, I did want to let you know I might be difficult to reach in the next uh, week or so. Oh? Home hijacked. Call the police. Maury R.T. But you know, I don't mind these visits, Beanie. It is so good to see you in private where we can talk. Sabine, what are you... Sabine! Your home has been hijacked? Sabine! Sabine, I'll kill you, I swear! New Scotland Yard. Have you isolated him? We removed him the minute you called and put him by himself. I fear his life may be in peril. He was happy enough to be removed. He's been claiming his life is in danger. Been agitated since we brought him in. He's in here? Yes, sir. One moment. Mr. Abdi Karim, we need to speak with you. I don't see him in there. He's there. Can't go anywhere. Where is he? You are correct. He hasn't gone anywhere. It's stuck! He's collapsed against the door. Abdi Karim, can you hear us? On three. One, two, three. Too late. Oh my god. His skin's red. Carbon monoxide poisoning. That's impossible! The air vent has been blocked with fabric. Kent, go open windows. Get some air in here. The gas has dissipated. It's too late. Is he dead? Oh yes. Hmm. Not long though. Rigor mortis hasn't even set in. Someone was able to pump carbon monoxide into this cell through that duct in the ceiling and asphyxiate this man. But how? They turn the ventilators up for the floor and the pathologist is on the way. I shall leave this sad spectacle to you, Constable Gregson. Moriarty, you never had him. Bromley, 1980s. Sabine! Yes, Daddy? Sabine, dear, your mother is very upset. Come, bring her some tea. What do you put in it? Diazepam pills, darling. What's diazepam? Is it like Nurofen? It will help your mother calm down. Does she have a headache? <laughs> no, this is uh, adult medication. This is not to be played with. Careful now. Bring this to her. Okay. Boo! <laughs> Jim! Are you okay? It's all right. Let me see. Oh, dear. You should put some ice on that. It's not so bad. Father says he's going to call the hospital tomorrow. I'm sure Dr Temple misses me. Mother's begging him not to. Mother, he never listens to her. Keeps feeding her those happy pills. The diazepam? Very good, Beanie. 
You're learning. And growing, too. You're getting some jubblies. <laughs> and just when they send me away... Stop it! Why are you so mean to me? What? I'm on your side! I don't want you to be going away either. You treat me like I'm one of them. You know I'm not. You know I'm not. <gasps> Beanie! Don't call me that! I hate it when you call me that! Why must you be so difficult? Why do you have to go and make Father angry? I can't help it! Don't be stupid! I can't! I really can't! Don't be cross with me, please, Sabine! Leave me be, Jim! Mother's tea is getting cold. Randolph Avenue. Aiden, I've been trying to ring you for days. Is everything all right? Yes, why? I was just working on a Sudoku. Since when do you do Sudokus? I rang and rang and you never answered. Well, sometimes I don't pick up. I was worried. I thought you might be in trouble. I'm not. You sounded upset the last time we talked. Distracted, out of sorts. So, I imagine that something might have happened to you or, or that you might... Do something rash? <laughs> what? Rash? Such as? I was worried you might do yourself in or something. Why would I do that? It seems silly now, of course. Don't worry, it's impossible. I've got 48 years before I die. What? April 18th, 2063, at 11.45 GMT, or, well, a little after 11 Cs, but a bit before lunch. That's not funny. I'm not joking. I couldn't kill myself if I tried. I worked it out. What are you saying? I did the math. The probability of my death right up to the hour and situation. No, 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 wait. Complications due to pneumonia in a yet-to-be-constructed chronic care facility named for the heir of the heir to the throne. That's impossible. No, not impossible. The probabilities are depressingly absolute. I did the math. Path integral formulation. It took some time, but then I found the right derivations. Take a look at this. Th this is... This. Using my birth date as a point in time and plotting a timeline from that to an unknown point, B, which we would call my death, I then calculated a path integral at every point along the way. You did a probabilistic estimate of your life? I identified a collection of values as risk quanta for each point. Events in my life became the free particles that formed the wave. Here. I listed the arguments I used in the appendices. My god! Those derivations are for physics! Particles! So you see, you don't have to worry about me. I'm not going anywhere. I can't. Not even if I wanted to. And you find this amusing? <laughs> Gallows humor, I suppose. It was an interesting proposition. Taking all that statistical minutiae to calculate the probability of my own death. Now I wish I hadn't. I now know when I will die. The answer to the question that has plagued man for millennia. You can't prove this. You could get killed in a nuclear war. Or, or I don't know, killed by a piece of space junk. Statistics, Aiden. Probabilities. The likelihood of any of those things happening is very narrow. And so I rob myself of the one certainty, the one motivator that other people have. I am condemned to live out my days. You could throw yourself off the top of a building. But I'm statistically unlikely to do so. 
data and probabilities try disproving it. Free will is a hobby. Since you're here, here's the first installment of my design for an inferential statistics model for Llewellyn Ross. Sabine. Test my hypothesis like you used to in school. No, I can't. Why not? No, I, I, I don't want this. Take it back. But you used to rant about Euclidean quantum field theory and imaginary time. I thought you believed in this stuff. Problem is, I do. Baker Street. Well, I'm not sure Gregson is going to have much time for your map. On the contrary. Now that Moriarty has struck closer to home, I suspect he might. John, let us continue walking, but have you marked that a black taxi cab has pursued us for the last few blocks? Hello? I see that. Don't acknowledge it. Pay it no mind. It may be one of Moriarty's ruses. Sir? Sir, excuse me. I think you've got to acknowledge him. Yes? You left something behind in my taxi. I do not recall. When? The other day. A book. Here. Ah, uh, no. You are mistaken. For certain, sir. I, I saw you drop it. The monster book of Sudoku, sir. It's yours. A Sudoku book? You are very much... 221B Baker Street? I can assure you that... I insist. Mustn't go whittling up taxi cab with your rubbish. The monster book of Sudoku. Oh. Right you are. There you go then. Indeed, uh, many thanks. What was that all about? I worry that you never tip well. The driver was insistent that I had left this behind. The monster book of Sudoku? I thought you despised that sort of thing. I don't care for it. Bromley, 1980s. Mummy? Father made you a nice cup of tea. It will calm you down. I'll put it right here for you, okay, Mummy? Okay? I hope you feel better. He's a monster, Sabine. Yes, Mummy. Jim? You hate me. You hate me. You hurt my feelings. I got upset. But you, you said I was mean. I'm not mean. Not to you. Never, never, never. No, Jim, I don't hate you. No, I don't hate you. I'm sorry, Sabine. I really am. Please don't be cross. I, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Baker Street. John. Yes? How familiar are you with calculus? Hmm. Not very. It's rusty. Take a look at this. I'd like to hear your thoughts. 
That's not the stuff they teach in school. Hmm. Is that what you've been gnawing at all this time? I thought you were working on a Sudoku. I don't care for it. Yes, I heard that somewhere. Here, let's see it again. Integral. That's a range, but... No, sorry. Out of my league. What is it? Part of a puzzle. Bromley, 1980s. Your boots are getting muck all over. Greta will tell Mum. I have to talk to you. What? It's important. More important than your colouring book. It's a spirograph hypotrochoid. Come on, Beanie. This is important. Is it to do with going to hospital tomorrow? No. No. What then? It's outside. You have to come see. In the mud? The pond. Am I going to get dirty? No. 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 I promise I won't hurt you. Jim, it's raining. It's wet near the pond. Let me go get my boots. You'll be fine. I don't see anything. I have a new trick I want to show you. Watch. And now, the incredible Moriarty, toast of 11 continents, will perform his most amazing feat ever. There are only seven continents. First, the incredible Moriarty dons the magical overcoat. That's father's. He'll kill you. The incredible Moriarty now calls upon his beautiful assistant, Sabine, to assist with the preparations. Help me put it on, Sabine. Why is it so heavy? What have you put in it? The magical overcoat has been carefully loaded with bricks and rocks. And Spine, would you confirm that the magic overcoat weighs at least ten stone? Why did you put muddy bricks in Daddy's new coat? Shh, you're spoiling it. It's part of the trick. Play along. Jim, stop it. What are we doing? The great Houdini would shy away from such a, a daunting challenge. But the incredible Moriarty will not be vanquished. Assistant, bring me my super stunt shoes. Pass me my trainers. You cut my skip rope! You cut it! <laughs> you didn't even ask! Bring me my stunt shoes! No, I don't like this! Sabine, you'll wreck the trick, come on! And now, my lovely assistant Beanie will lash the weighted shoes to his feet! You tied bricks to them. It's part of the trick. Tightly. Good! Not, not bows, please. What is this for? Wait. Don't worry, I'm ready now. The incredible Moriarty bids farewell to his family. The audience weeps. Not the pond. Mother and father always liked you best. I like you best too, Sabine. You're perfect. No, don't. And now for his great escape. Jim! Jim! That's father's coat. And the great Moriarty disappears forever. Sorry to be so much trouble. Bye! Jim, stop! No, wait! Bye-bye! University College London. Many thanks for your assistance with this equation, Professor. I confess that the art of mathematics is not my proficiency. And may I ask... 
how you come by this very exquisite equation? It found its way to me. Hmm. Well, it's very straightforward and elegant. Impressive, even. Not the stuff of undergraduates. No. So, what have you found? Well, while it was a delight to disentangle, I'm not sure what you'll make of my result. Which was? X equals... 51.506955 and y equals negative 0.108107 and that is to the 16th power. Not a very definitive solution, I'm afraid, but I'm certain that is the answer he intended. Actually, I think it might be. Thank you, Professor. Certainly. Oh, and if this gentleman has only a modestly unsavoury character, do tell him we would welcome him at the college. If it comes up, I will mention it. South Bank, London. AAM, waypoint location found. 51 degrees, 30 minutes. 25.038 seconds north. Stop here. Hey, yeah. Precisely. There's nothing here. Just a construction site. This is fine, thank you. Suits me. AAM, waypoint location found. Hmm. A chain A-A-M, fence. waypoint location found. Aha. And now, to the 16th power. LPE, longitudinal position error. Minus 2.0 hmm. meters. Overshot. AAM waypoint location found. 51 degrees 30 minutes. 25.038 seconds north. Zero degrees. Of course. Six minutes, the man lift to the 16th power. Artfully engineered. You found me. X equals 51.506955, and Y equals minus 0.108107 to the 16th power. So you are very good at Sudoku. I don't care for it. I wasn't sure you'd come. Why wouldn't I? I thought you'd think it was a trap. Is it? Possibly. Even better, then. I must confess to a certain curiosity. Your highly intriguing choice of venue. A construction site. The topmost floor of an unfinished office tower. Dangerous. Reckless, even. I wanted to ensure that we were alone. I also think it unusual that, loyal as you are, you would want to meet with me to inform on your brother. Ah, so you worked that out. You must be very good at connector dot. That I am. But there is no family resemblance. Of course not. He's adopted. I feel at this point that I must also state that I am not certain that I will credit much of what you say. I have my own sources of information about Moriarty, unbiased sources, and I am much more likely to find their information credible. But you turned up just the same. Any good theoretician enjoys testing their suppositions. Why come to me? 
Why not go to the police? You're the one he's trying to trap and the police won't stop him. You surmised that I must have created a map and knew that Scotland Yard was going to come looking for evidence. Correct. Your brother has murdered two men since the fires. A police inspector and a migrant from Somalia. You didn't know that. I did not. It's cold up here. Please come away from the edge. Am I unsettling you? Falls from height are the leading cause of fatalities in construction accidents. My brother's next endeavour is an assassination. He has taken a flat in Lambeth with a view on the Millennium Wheel. He's going to pin it on you. I see. It will happen in a matter of days, inside of a week. But I don't know any more than that. From this, I can construct a few theories. Narrowing them down is all that remains. That is, of course, presuming I am telling you the truth. You were. That was apparent. I was. Please stand back from the ledge. Why? Are you worried I'll fall? That I'll jump? I insist! Statistically impossible. Watch! No! <gasps> My god. Oh. That, I, I was, uh, um, that was inexcusable. Goodbye, Sherlock Holmes. Stay. Goodbye. Street. Oh, hello, Sherlock. Didn't see you. Sorry. Shall I keep the lights off? Okay, then. It's as you wish. What, no violin tonight? Puzzling over Sudoku, no doubt. Genius Series 1 is presented without advertising. 
please consider a contribution at genius-podcast.com to help us recover the costs and produce a second series. Genius is written by Tracy Houston. The Genius Company of Players are Sarah Marchand as Sabine Moriarty and others, Mitchell Cohen as Jim Moriarty, Gary Elliott and others, James Loy as Sherlock Holmes and others, Amir Sama Nakjavani as John Watson, Anthony Bryce Jones and others, James Malik as Gregson, Mr Moriarty, Mycroft Holmes and others, Calder Levine as Aidan Raftery and others, Siobhan Galpin as the narrator, Mrs Moriarty and others. Matt Dawson and Natalie Darbison performed various voices. The series was produced, directed and edited by Rob Langford and recorded by Rob Langford and Natalie Darbison. Tracy Houston designed and edited the sound and Virgil Rockford composed the original music. Sherlock's violin was played by Tony George. Visit us at genius-podcast.com.